Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition of All Ball Chicago on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your co-host, Robert Bobby Reed, and I got the legend, the MVP veteran, the big 6 eight guard from Illinois, the NBA big-time Marcus Liberty, your host. What's up, Marcus? What's up, Marcus? Our beautiful people. I'm in the building. Yeah. Man, you know I can sing, though, don't you? know I can sing? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I can't, man. But no, man, I'm happy to be here today, man. It's Thursday, baby. You know, we're going to drop Thursday, baby. Getting is it ready. Thursday or is it Wednesday? It is Thursday, right? Yep, that's right. That's right. Dude, you know we drop every Thursday, Thursday man. We drop so, Thursday, you right. You know, you so right. we doing this segment for Thursday, baby. Right. I'm, 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 so, that's right. That's right. So, so man, it's I'm excited, man. And I know we, we want to talk about some fundamental, the fundamentals of the game and, and, and the development of the game and what's, you know, what's, what it's going to take, you know, because youth basketball is a billion dollar industry. Youth basketball is a billion dollar industry. Wow, that's why everybody going crazy getting the AAU team on every corner and every block. Not just the AAU, the people that's developing kids. Right, the trainers and all trainers. that stuff, right? You know, because parents want their kids to be ready for you know, the AAU season because, mm -hmm. because a lot of AAU programs don't have time to develop them. So oh. you go out and hire trainers so they can get developed. Right. I'm a trainer. You know, I train kids down here and I get it all the time. Man. You know, right. I'm just trying to get ready or my daughter's trying to get ready for her, her AAU team. And we going, they're going to be playing all over. And I want the, I want our skills to be tight, you know, and I, and I sit there and tell them, I said, I work on fundamentals. If you, you don't want that, then, because I'm not, not going to show you how to do all the trick dribbles. That's not what I'm about. Uh, you get that on your own time. Yeah. So I'm going to show you, you know, your basic, your fundamentals, along with, with some other skills, you know, knowing how to pass, shoot, dribble. Uh, those are the key things, man. Defensive, proper defensive stance. And, uh, how are you going to make certain players move once you get past the first player? Because, you know, most good players know they can get past the first player. It's that second player. How are you going to make that move? And what's your counter move going to be on that? And that's why I always tell kids, learn how to do the crossover, learn how to between the legs, learn how to behind the back, learn how to spin move, all that. Because that's going to be a part of that second move, that counter. Nice. And if you master that, you, you, you're going to be set. Well, speaking of all this development stuff, let's get into the nitty-gritty of this whole thing. We was talking about how these college kids, you know, they declare for the NBA draft, but when they get there, they're not ready. And they end up having to go to the G League. Uh, it's G League, right? It's the G yep, League. G League. They end up having to go to the – yep, they came and got it. And then that helped raise the salaries too, I understand too, right? So, but I mean, how do these kids, where, where are they missing out at? Because it seemed like in the 80s, guys were so much more complete when they came well, out. Well, Bob, you got to think about it. And back in the 80s, even 90s, right? And you go back to the, back in the days when people were playing basketball and 
they were going to a lot of camps too. So back in the day, we were going to a lot of basketball camps and getting our skills and our development through that. And then, you know, most time when you go to college, back then you would stand three to four, you know, three or four years, you know, so that's enough time for the college coaches, the assistant coaches to get you in the gym and work you out and get you better. It's not like that now, you know, mm-hmm. so it's as play, you know, you get an opportunity you get a scholarship to go play college. And if you're a one and done type player, you're only going to be there for one year. So the coach don't have enough time to really develop you into that, you know, player that you, you want to be eventually. So they don't have time. So they, they're trying to work in their schemes. They, they plays, they set so the kid can get used to the sets because <laughs> they got to go play. They got to go play. Right. I think that um, uh, th- this is just my opinion with, with the AAU and then with, with college and everything. It seems like everything is so microwavable now. Like, hmm. hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. What do you think about that, man? Do you see no, that? I, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's uh, Let's put them in the microwave. Let's see what comes out. <laughs> comes out. And, and, and sometimes, you know, back in the day, we prepared it right. You know, we made sure the right season and right flavor was in there. We put it in the oven. We made it sure we tasted it, made sure, oh, no, it's not right. We don't do it again. Now you put it in the microwave. Mom, I'm hungry. I got to go. I'm, I'm eating. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm out. Mm-hmm. It might not taste good, you know. So, but I'm still gonna eat it, you know. So it's like, it's like that's what that's the that's the society we live in right now, man. It's like they don't have time to really work on their skills. They don't have time to develop, you know. It's like, what, what, what you playing basketball? You know, you should you should have some time for that. And if your parents or your dad or or whoever's in charge of you know your skill development. They have to go seek that for you. If they don't have, if they can't do it, they need to seek that for you because that's going to prepare you for the next level. Yeah, and, man, that's that's real. I, I was looking at uh, like the guy that's supposed to be the consensus number one draft pick uh, coming out. Um, he played for that's the kid from Georgia. Yeah, Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And He's, honestly, I can look at, I can watch these games and see these kids. And I find, I find some, I find a flaw. You know, and I can look at them. I can every find one of them. Yeah. Every one of them. And there's something know? about it, for you to be a number one draft pick and you're a guard, so to, so to speak, like a power guard, his, his handle is a little shaky. Yeah. Did you, have you watched him? I, have, I haven't watched a lot of them, but I know he's super athletic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just got the big body. He's athletic. He's got, got the big body. He can jump. He got, yeah. And, um, I, I think that's what that's where we had though, Bob. You got to think about it, man. We, we, it's not about you know the development part. Uh, they, they look at him like his skills. Yeah, they need some work, but who does it? That's why I, I that's what we was talking about early when I was talking to you. I was saying who does it? You know, like Zion, he needed it last year. You know, uh, uh, Cam Cam Reddit. I mean, all these kids that come out early. They all need some work. They all but if you're a lottery pick, they're not going to send you to no G League. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like right. we invested in, in you big time, you know, and you have to, you're going to have to either sit and get better or I'm going to put you out there in the fire and then you have to learn on your own. Which is, which is virtually impossible to get better sitting, bro. You, yeah. just, you can't get better sitting. So I was looking at the 2020 NBA mock draft, you know, and they got they got the guys who they feel would be like number one, 
And they got uh, the kid that we were just talking about, James Wiseman, going to Golden State. Mm. They got yeah. Golden State getting the first pick. Oh, so they might have the potential to have the first pick? Or they now, you like, know that's wrong. That's wrong. That kid, I saw that kid play in, in, on the EYBL circuit. That kid is long and he's athletic, man. And, and, and seven foot can do a lot of things, man. So I, I look for some good things coming out of him. And I think the short time that Penny had him, because you could tell what kind of coach Penny Hardaway is. He's more of a, a, a skilled development coach, not so much caught up in all these X and O's. Uh, and I think he's he's sincere about trying to help these kids get to the next level as far as the development go. Uh, and he got some coaching, his coaching staff, you know, a couple of them, I think Mike, I think Mike Miller's on his staff who also played in the NBA. So he got he got some resources that he can tap into. You know, if kids want to learn how to work on their shot, you know, form and technique, Mike Miller, that's you. You do that. Kids, you know, six eight can handle the ball. Man, Penny gonna do that. You know, so he has a he has a good team, man, around him. And I think this draft is going to show, you know, what the big fella is all about. Wiseman. I think Wiseman going to come in and surprise a lot of people, man, because even though they didn't get a, a good chance of a lot, you know, to look at them, the things that I saw, I said, this kid going to be special. Yeah, man. You know, it's, it's something else, man, that he caught that. He, he ran into all that pro those problems at Memphis this year, though. You know, he didn't even play not one game. He played one game this year, right? Yeah, uh, well, no, I think he played more than one game. Uh, but I, it, it was unfair. But the things that Penny was doing in practice, man, because they showed a lot of his practices on uh, ESPN, uh, on, uh, on I think it's called Hardaway or something. The Hardaway. Yeah. You saw that show, right, on ESPN? Oh, yeah, I saw it, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. But, yeah, you got to watch it. it, man. You got to watch it. Well, anyway, he's doing a lot of skill development with those kids, man. And, and, and when he's talking, he's basically saying, I'm – I want to win, but at the same time, I want to help you, you know, right. fulfill your dreams, whether that's playing overseas or whatever. You know, I want I want to help you guys, you know, fulfill your dreams. And you don't get too many coaches like that, man. And, and, and he's definitely one of those coaches, and he put Memphis back on the map. Uh, so I think he's one of those coaches that going to take time to develop players. A lot of coaches don't have that enough time to really say, you know what, let me develop you guys and get you better. And I didn't heard it from some college coaches. I'm not going to say no names, but I didn't heard from college coaches saying, we don't have time to develop, man. We go to the transfer portal and look and see what's out there because if that guy played, you know, had a couple of years, you know, and then he wants to transfer, we know he's ready. Right, right. And that makes they, sense, man. That yeah, kind of makes sense, man. Because yeah. I know they recruited big time from JUCO last year. Yeah. And like, And uh, I remember talking to Tracy Dildy. Tracy Dildy said they they looking strictly for JUCO kids because they can come right in right away. Right. Right. So it's 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 people that looks for because you know why? Because they're older, right? They have some experience. So they 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 look for that, man, because they know a lot of colleges they need to win right now. They don't have time because they only have these kids for one year, you know, the ones that's going to the pros one and done. So they they have to look for, you know. Some of those players that's got a little bit more experience and they want to transfer. And they, that means if they played two years and they got they put their name in a portal, so that's three years they out of college. So they go out, of course they're gonna go after those type of players. Yep. Well, they got this kid from Iowa State, uh Tyrese Halliburton. For Iowa State. You seen that tall, skinny, I mean that long. I think he's I think he, 
I think he's Canadian, isn't he? Isn't he? Uh, I don't know, but Halliburton sound about Canadian. Yeah, yeah. I think he is. Uh, he's six no, five, one hundred and seventy pounds. He's light. Yeah, but I think, man, you know, I think they need to change. I think that kid weighs more than that. But oh my dang, one hundred and seventy pounds. But his skill set is is off the charts. You know, I. If you look at a lot of those Canadians that come over and, and, and play, you know, in college over, you know, at uh, our prestigious colleges, a lot of those skill, their skill sets are tight. Right. You know, because of, you know, the Canadian basketball association, how they set it up, how they develop, how they develop their players, get them ready, you know, to play. And I just think we, you know, need something like that. I know we have, some people out there doing, I watch that when I do, when I talk about, you know, trainers and people doing their thing to each his own. Uh, all I want is, man, we develop these kids, man, to get them prepared for the next level. So if your thing is flashy and, and my thing is basic and, and I want to make sure kids get the right proper fundamentals, then let's do it, man. Let's do it. Because our job is to help kids become better. You know, so. Well, if you, if, we, if you, if you're the fundamental coach, and then you got a flashy coach. That's the best of both worlds there, buddy. No doubt. No doubt. You know, you, no can't, doubt. Lose, you can't lose with that, man. But that, usually no. the head coach is always X's and O's, though. Yeah. The head coach yeah. is always X's and O's. Yeah. So, but, 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 but is, is it hurting some of the kids? You got to think about it. Is it hurting some of the kids who, who wants that, you know, who wants to say, you know what, I got this in high school. Now I want to take it to a whole nother level on some skill sets and some things that I can learn in college. But if that college coach don't have time or the assistant coach doesn't have time, then what is it a player to do? So most of the time a player gets upset and says, you know what, I'm leaving this place and I'm just going to put my name in a draft. And then if I don't get drafted, maybe I'll go to the G League and then the G League can help me develop my skills because that's what it's for, you know, to develop me, you know. But on the flip side of that, I tell kids, it's a doggy dog world too. So when you go there, you can think you you think it's gonna be you know easy. And these kids are coming out. These these, these guys that have been there for a while is coming at your neck. You know, like they like man, you're not coming in there just you know think you're gonna take something from you. A little little young whippersnapper. Yeah, it's grimy, man. You know, I, I you know of course you know I got a sports agency license with people. And um, I, haven't, I haven't done nothing this year, really. But it just, honestly, to use the word depressing, I don't want to use that, but it, it kind of gets a little depressing. Because there's so many basketball players out here. So many. And, wow. Uh, and, uh, you know, and then I've been to those combines and stuff, and I look at these kids like, really? Like, huh. are you, you seriously think you can play, huh? Like, Dog, you can't play, you know? Like So, Bob, when you say, wait, wait, wait. These are, I, I guess, I'm assuming you're talking about 19 to 20-something years old, right? Yeah, these kid. guys are grown, man. These guys are so, grown 20 up to So, you saying that, you telling me that they fundamentals are not on point, that these kids, some of these kids don't even, like, really be they considering they don't going overseas and playing basketball? Give it up, man. I'm telling wow. you, man. I, I've, I've been to so many of these combines and – you know, I could walk in the gym and I could see how you move when you're dribbling if you have the coordination to get it done. And some people just don't have it. So, and, and that's I, what, I Bob, but that's what I'm talking about. So when you're when you're small, man, 
and we talked about this before, like every game that you ever played, I'm not talking about basketball, I'm just talking about kids game, you know, tag, or you're it, you know, or, or red light, green light, you know, all those <laughs> games, man, they was like fundamental. So if you weren't, your ears weren't ready to listen to that red light, green light, and then you get, you got to freeze, you know, like, man, like that's fundamentals, man. So basketball, is no difference. So if you get your coordination down when you are little, learning how to walk and dribble that basketball with smooth rhythm and not boom, 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 you know, and, and off, off beat, because it is a rhythm to it, you know. So if you're not learning that when you're young, when you get old, you're going to look uncoordinated. You're going to be like, man, who taught you how to play ball? Right, right, <laughs> you know? right. So, right. so that's what I said, you know, you need to learn that stuff. And still have fun, because that's what I do with my small kids when I train them. I let them have fun, and they don't even know that they're learning fundamentals while they're having fun. That's a good way to do it, man, because you'll have kids all on the sideline yawning and playing yeah. with something. You know, because those little kids get distracted quick. Yeah. <clears throat> I just think that um, one thing about it is we got to be honest with these kids. And like you say, you do when you're helping these kids get recruited. We just got to be honest with them, man, because – you walk in there and you see the gym filled with about 300 people. The trial for two positions, say the Bulls GD team. They only right. got two two jobs, dude. Yeah. But it's 300 people in here and you're paying $300, man. They done walked out of here with like nine grand or more. Right. No, that's 90 grand. How much is 300 times 300? I don't know. What's that? That's four um, zeros, about 90 grand, right? Yeah, but, but Bob, I'm – I'm I'm not I'm not the one to crush someone's dreams, you know, because I want everybody to dream and you can you, you can have your own dreams and dream big, but you also have to put the work in, you know. So you have to sometimes look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? Did I put but I did I put those ten thousand hours in on that basketball court? Did I work on my skills? Did I work on my jump shot? Did I do all the things that I can do? to prepare me for this moment, for this tryout. You know? mm -hmm. So I did all that. I can accept whatever comes with that. So if I don't make it, I did. I gave it my all. If I made it, then yes, I, I deserve it because I did, I did, I gave it my all. So I'm not gonna, I'm not the one that tell kids they can't do it, but you have to, the kids sometimes have to really look themselves in the mirror and say, you know what, I ain't ready, so don't need me going there. I have, I'm not, I, I didn't put that work in like that. So I'm not going to go try out for an NBA, you know, organization to embarrass myself because I haven't put that work in. And I, I think that's what happens, man. They watch this stuff on TV and they think, oh man, I could do that, man. I could do that. Dude, basketball is not a spectator sport. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? It's for spectators, but if you, yeah, you know, you be sitting on the sideline thinking you can do it and then you get out there and be winded. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And some and some some NBA teams do that, man. They they want to weed you out, so they'll do a lot of conditioning if they if they try out. And you're like, man, I'm tired. And they're like, well, he's gone <laughs> <You know? laughs> before we even start playing any games and using the basketball and doing drills. You know, they gonna test to see how your your endurance is. Like, can you really get up and down this court like an NBA? You know, like this is an NBA game. You know. Man. Yeah, they say Pat Riley is nuts. They say he about to he 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 go hard. I did one of his. I did one of his. You know, I tried out for Miami back in the day, and uh, yeah, 
<laughs> it was the truth. It was the truth, man. He he did a lot of conditioning, a lot of running, man, a lot of running. But at the same time, Pat Riley knows his stuff. He right, knows right. his stuff, man. He likes to get kids or get guys. If you look at that Miami roster, all those guys be slim, trim, and fit, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check them out next time and you watch them. They all right. slim, trim. They don't yeah. have no no big guys, you know. I right. remember, is it Haslin? Udonis Haslin. Uh, mm-hmm. He first got there from uh, Florida, the University of Florida. He was kind of a chubby kid. But to Pat Riley, you know, system. That, <laughs> that, that ain't going to work. Down. That boy slammed down, man. And kid looked like, man, he can just, he still can play. And he's in his 40s, man. Like he, he like he still can get down. Right. So, so big shout out to the Miami Heat organization, man, for making sure these kids are looking fit and doing what they're supposed to do. Because, you know, they, they if they want to prolong their careers, man, you got to keep your body tight, man. You got to keep your game tight. You got to get in the gym and work out, man, and do some things that you may not want to do. You may feel a little bit uncomfortable. Oh, I don't feel like working out today. Well, that's when you go. You're not going to get a paycheck. That's when you go, though. That's when you're getting closer to success, when you become uncomfortable. Yeah. I have man. to put yourself in uncomfortable positions, but how much time we got on this one, man? Where, where we at? Man, I think we got like two more minutes, man, but we could, we could shut it down, man. And uh, I think, Bob, that next one, man, I think we should try to get my man, and we're going to put this out there, my man Terry Cummings. We're going to get Terry Cummings on our next show next week. Come on, Terry. Come on, man. Let's go, big fella. Another one of our Chicago uh, legends. I looked up to you, my brother. We're going to put you on. We're going to get you on the show, man, and uh, talk basketball, man, and and see what you into now and how you doing and and all that great stuff. So, TC, you're going to listen to this, man, and make sure you uh, tune in with us next week. Jump Jump on the call with us next week, TC, all right? Let's do it, TC. Well, that brings us to the end of this edition right here. I'm your co-host, Robert Bobby Reed, on the Believe Podcast Network. If you're looking to advertise on our show, reach out, inbox Marcus Liberty, or myself on Facebook, Robert Bobby Reed or Marcus Liberty. Hit them up on uh, social media, uh, Twitter, uh, The Real Marcus Liberty, or you hit me up, Shy Millie, on Facebook or Instagram, all of that good stuff. And, man, without further ado, man, what you finna be on, big fella? Man, it's time for me to unlace the shoes, man. What you got on, Jordans? I got on my low cuts pennies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, big fella, we out of here. Peace, man. Peace. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.